Northwest of Twin Peaks Radio back again on today's show, Recovery and Rock, Secrets Shared, Music Played. It's another fabulous Friday of fresh sounds only served up right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church Free Radio, San Francisco. As a young girl. Hello, hello, hello. MJ here again in San Francisco, ready to spin two hours of new music for you, including from today's guest artist, Oakland's Cave Clove, on the release day of their brand new LP, The Muscle and the Meaning. That's the beautifully trippy sound of Cave Clove. Band founder and frontwoman Katie Culver joins me today for a revealing conversation and deep dive into the new album coming up in my second hour. But first, settle in for a long opening set of fresh music from female or female-fronted bands, starting with the UK's Jane Weaver, the latest artist to take part in what's called the Lock-In Series at London's legendary Abbey Road Studios, where artists go into the studio and write and record a song from scratch in 24 hours. This is Jane's incredible result called Oblique Fantasy.
Grip on the vehicle and drive. 
sounds of Psyker everywhere, aren't they? You just heard the Norwegian instrumental trio Orion's Belt teaming up with Ovid Bloomstrom with a trippy dancey tune called Scared of Heights. Before that, the wonderful Brooklyn-based singer-songwriter Allegra Krieger with the song Taking It In from her new LP, Precious Things, which she drove across country to Marin County to record, which may explain why it's tinged with a little Bay Area psych there. I also played the totally trippy song Station to Station from Stockholm solo artist Mint. She's been releasing a series of singles, and I hope there's a new album coming soon. And I started off the set with Jane Weaver and her song Oblique Fantasy, written and recorded in one 24-hour period during an Abbey Road locked-in session. I'm MJ, and thrilled you've joined me for another terrific West of Twin Peaks radio episode right here on Lost Church Free Radio. My guest artist, Katie Culver of the Oakland band Cave Clove, is coming up at the top of the next hour with a fantastic chat and deep sonic dive on the release day of their new LP, The Muscle and the Meaning. So do not move a muscle that's coming up. However, I've got a great hour of brand new music ready to share right now, so let's not waste another second. Myrna is another Oakland-based band fronted by a woman, Carly Bond, who's been working on new music as well. This is a song released back in February, On My Line.
trying We're only 17 alive I would do it I'd listen far away In your parents' living room Playing high school violin Waiting for the day to end Show me toys Onion rings in the microwave Make your world that fast food drive through Drive your car around cul-de-sacs And learn what makes us sad just love that one. That's a terrific new song called Age Carry. It's the debut solo single by Brooklyn-based Jane Lay, who also plays in New Jersey power pop band Teenage Halloween. You also heard new music from Virginia singer-songwriter Kate Bollinger, whose third LP is due out next week, and the new song Lady in the Darkest Hour. Before that, L.A.-based band Warpaint and a new song called Stevie off their first album of new music in six years called Radiate Like This, due in May. And yes, you aren't the only one who suspects the song is named after the legendary Stevie Nicks. Let's keep it rolling with more new music and a song appropriately titled Rolla Rolla from French singer-songwriter April March off her new LP, due in May, Cinerama. Yeah. 
That's the London-Turkish-French duo known as Kit Sebastian with their new song, French Disco, to end the set. You also heard a great new single called Blow My Mind from the seven-piece all-female band from Brooklyn, Say She She with Pia Malik. This is MJ, and thanks for tuning in to West of Twin Peaks Radio today on Lost Church Free Radio, the 24-7 internet radio station and venue up in Santa Rosa, soon to be opening a new event space in San Francisco's North Beach neighborhood. For news on that and to find out who's playing at the Lost Church in the coming weeks, just go to thelostchurch.org. Remember, my guest artist today, Katie Culver of the Oakland band Cave Clove, is coming up at the top of the hour to celebrate the release today of their new LP, The Muscle and the Meaning. But let's finish off this first hour of fresh music with a few more tunes like this one from a new L.A.-based psych band that's emerged with a debut LP last year. The band is Communicate. The single is Bedlam. Talk. 
Putting a Peg in the First Hour. That's the Greeting Committee's song, How Long, remixed by Oakland's Tune Yards. What a great collaboration. Before that, you heard a song featuring a scream that we've all had bottled up for months now from the incredible debut LP of the UK duo known as Wet Leg. I played Your Mom. The whole album is a banger from top to bottom. I also played new music from New York by way of Boston art rock band Gorilla Toss and the song Cannibal Capital off their new LP, Famously Alive. And I started the rock and set off with L.A. band Communicate and their new single, Bedlam. You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Welcome to the second hyper-local hour of the show, starting off with my guest artist of the week, Katie Culver, founder and frontwoman of the Oakland band Cave Clove. Today we're celebrating the release of the group's new LP, The Muscle and the Meaning. I have a great chat with Katie and we dive deep into the album, but first let's hear a song off the record to start us off. This is called New Secret.
wonderful to meet you and see you. You too. The muscle in the meaning. What's the meaning to the muscle in the meaning? Yeah, well, um, still TBD. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, the meaning behind the title is just that um, you got it's like the order is what's important. So the muscle you got to like put the muscle in and do the dirty work, and then the meaning will come. So I just sort of found that like years of avoiding the work I needed to do on myself, like, you know, it, I still found plenty of meaning and, you know, but uh, really in just that sort of grind of like putting the muscle in, uh, like, I feel like so much more meaning is to come. So when you say, you know, putting the muscle into the work on yourself, did that? Did this past two years of Hellscape uh, give you the time to do that work on yourself? Is is that kind of is the title alluding to somewhat of that? You know, um, not really. <laughs> uh, I Which actually, is great. Not everything has to do with the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> I know so much does though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, no, actually, right before the pandemic, like around. Um, August, September of 2019, I sort of hit a rock bottom point with my own like addiction issues and food issues and was just like not in a good place and sort of took a minute then, well, was forced to take a minute to uh, reconsider how how yeah. I was living and uh, yeah. And this, and this was before lockdown. This, this was before lockdown. Before we had even heard the word COVID. Yep. Yep. So, so you were already, you know, deep into working on on yourself and some of your issues when the doors slammed shut and we were all left alone to deal with our own own selves. Yes. And then of course the way that that, that made everything harder, you know, it's a, it's a constant. It's not like uh, you can fix these issues in a weekend or or a year uh yeah but um yeah this album is basically just about kind of like that push and pull of any recovery process from whatever it is yeah so which which gives everybody a chance to relate to it so to speak because i feel like collectively we're all in recovery right now yeah Stamina. You must fly breathless now Stamina Baby, we all know how It's just a Cave Clove formed? Well, I would say around 2011, maybe. I think I was still performing as, well, started performing as Katie Clover then. Um, so just more of like, I would put different bands together for like a solo show or just as Katie Clover, but with a, um, yeah. and then I think 
probably maybe a couple years later. I, I want to say 2014 is when we put out the first Cave Clove release. So moving forward to the muscle and the meaning, when did work begin on on all the song on the on the songs that are on the new LP? Uh, it really varies. There's one on there, uh, which is one of the singles we've already released on Witch's Brew. And that's an old song that's been kicking around for many years. And it just it never felt like the right time. Uh, but um, it, it made sense to me on this album.
about half of them were written before the pandemic, like just, you know, um, during sort of like my, I want to say like a, a, the dark period I was having in 2019. Um, but then the other half, aside from Witches Brew, uh, were written like during the pandemic, maybe be towards the beginning, because we also recorded this album like a year ago at this point. What was the, um, since it was recorded a year ago, I, it didn't necessarily take a year to master. What was your thought process and when you wanted to release it? Did you wait until you knew that you could possibly do shows to, to promote it and back it up and, or whatnot? Or did you just willy-nilly pick a date? No, it was definitely that. And, and honestly, it was that I was trying to find label support. So that is the reason it took so long. Um, but, you know, it's hard just reaching out to labels with no personal contact. It's like they get so many emails a day and whatnot. Um, and I'm happy to self-release, you know, it gives us a lot more control too. Can you explain to the average listener, because I don't think they under quite understand what the process is for an artist such as yourself or Cave Clove to to go out and seek a label. I mean, what does that involve? Does that involve like blind emails to people and sending, you know, samples or explain? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Unless, I mean, really the, the best way and kind of the only effective way to do it is if you have a personal connect, like um, a band that's on a label that you're really close with that feels like they're in enough with the label that they, carry the weight to be able to advocate for you and say, hey, listen to this. Um, or like you just know someone that works for the label or runs the label and then it's like, they'll listen to it. But if, yeah, no, I did cold emails. And 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 that must be challenging too, because it's like, you know, it's like applying for a job, you know, yeah. Yeah. sending cold, cold resumes to, to people and, and either not getting any response. Totally. Uh, yeah. I did this with low expectations though, because I know how it goes. I mean, as far as supply and demand with independent artists, it's like, uh, yeah, it's very oversaturated. Um, so what do you think that, and this is a double-sided question, what do you think the advantages of are, of a label are for an artist like you? And what are the disadvantages? Yeah, well, I would say um, there are far fewer advantages now than there were like in the 90s and before. Labels did so much more for artists back then, but this whole structure has really changed. And for the most part now, I mean, I say it's exposure. It would be a little bit more exposure, like for maybe people that follow that label um, or like credibility, you know, it can just be like, oh, I have someone vouching for me that they think this is cool. Um, I use the word cool because I feel like that's a very like label. <laughs> a label term. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't really matter. If An A&R kind of guy term. <laughs> yeah, they think it's relevant. They think it's cool. Um, and a lot of labels have really specific sounds they're looking for too. So it's hard. I don't feel like one of the things that I've struggled with, with this band for, uh, its entire history is just not really feeling like we fit into 
a box very well. Like we've never sounded like what's popular at that time. Um, even though we, I mean, in my opinion, we're kind of nineties <laughs> and now nineties music is more popular again. So weird. Yeah. So, uh, so weird. I thought that would give us a little bit more, uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just uh, help us break through right now a little bit more, but it's, you know, uh, I'll be happy with, uh, whoever this album reaches. Nobody said it was easy to live in this place. And it couldn't be any easier to be given you space. rock band do you feel like there's been a change in the industry now I, yes. versus when you started in 2016 you know what yes i do i think there's a lot more um female fronted acts in all genres right now what kind of but within the industry are you feeling different respect vibes or no it's hard to say because we haven't been out there performing. Our, our first show in two and a half years will be on April 23rd at Bottom of the Hill. So that's like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, we haven't been out there touring, so I don't know in that sense. Um, and we haven't released anything yet other than these singles. So it's hard to really say, well, and the, the industry itself certainly has gone through a lot of transformation over the course of the pandemic, um, some of which I've been following. And my partner works in the music industry, so I think if it weren't for that, I might have been even more clueless. But in a sense, I sort of stepped away for a little bit and felt, I think a lot of people did. I mean, when it was like, oh, we can't play shows anyway. But I really uh, respect and um, admire the artists that just like kept putting content out there through the pandemic and they're like, this is this is what I do and I'm gonna find a way to 
and you know people were consuming more content online than ever before. Um, we didn't really participate in that so much just because I was dealing with a lot of personal change and yeah, including like going to grad school and <laughs> just uh, some some other stuff. But um, I could not be more excited to get back into it um, with a little bit of a different, uh, I feel like with a little bit less of the hustle that I had before, um, because I also have other things I'm doing as sources of income that are meaningful to me. Whereas when I was doing this in 2019 and before, yeah, I had random side hustles, but none of them were really meaningful to me. So it was like the music, there were much higher stakes to try to like, you know, make some money doing it and uh, get out there. And now that, I feel less of that pressure. album in its way doesn't necessarily have to be this way for the listener tells your story over the past two years when you look back at it will you yeah I think it tells my story over the past like 20 years (laughs) Um, not in a sequential way but each song you know I think themes from each song have been with me for many years and some are represented on our previous releases too what song do you think is the most personal to you it's called test of the season and um i actually you know have like a private soundcloud link for the album that i've shared with some like friends and family like and in trying to decide which sing which were the singles i like kind of took a poll like hey people let me know what your top three are and it's interesting because this song was not a popular choice for for other people's top three, but I love it. It's my favorite song on the album. And I think it's just, um, it was written at a particularly desperate moment. And it was really just like, oh yeah, this is my tool. Like songwriting and expressing myself in that way is like what got me through. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's basically just about like, Uh, being tested by life as we all are over and over again and um, yeah like keep keeping on going through that stand before the test of the season don't it all along but I forget sometimes yes I've known it was mine the reason and have one on his way Mind the trial and hang muscle each day The life I lead each day I recall the last times was my prayer Now, yes, I've said it was time. The time. 
April 23rd show at Bottom of the Hill is going to be the first one in how long? Like two and a half years. Do you remember? Do you you think back? Can you even remember your last performance and what you felt? And I remember the performances around the release of Dollars to Tokens, which would have been spring of 2019. So more like two years ago. And then after that, um oh yeah there would have been some like uh west coast tour dates and stuff um it it was so much fun (laughs) like yeah i have really positive memories uh i really miss that and what are you thinking what's going through your brain as you're thinking and probably rehearsing for your your first appearance in like three years to yeah, two and a half years. It's really strange. It's, um, I think like, uh, it's both feels like no different. Like there's been no gap. Like we've been playing pretty steadily over this time because of like working towards recording the album. And then um, there were times when we took some time off during like like big spikes and stuff. And But uh it doesn't really feel like there's been that long of a gap. Like I'm not, it just feels like I've done this so many times that uh, what's different though is, I mean, I I am a little nervous and like, I'm not exactly sure what's happened with our audience. Like, is it going to be, will it be more people than usual because they've missed us? Will it be less? Cause it's like, you know, people move on. (laughs) Um, that's a yeah. really fascinating question. I hadn't thought about that. You know, not, it's not just the numbers of the people, but who the people are. Because as you've said, things have changed. Yeah. And know, I'm talking dramatically. I'm talking yeah. numbers. That's my concern. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this show is well attended. You know, I don't care who it is. If it's old fans, new fans, hopefully a combination of both. But um, yeah, and I don't know. I I've been going to some shows, um, but on and off over this this time. And yeah, I'm just who knows how things will be in a month. Like if there'll be another spike or what. But um, yeah, like are are as many people going out? Are our fans going out? Are you know people like you know I'm 
37. So a lot of people in my age group and older that are our fans, like don't go out as much or, you know, have families and have, uh, yeah, yeah. That just happens. So after the show, what is the plan for cave clove? Well, um, hopefully some tour dates, uh, yeah, just playing at least West Coast. Um, yeah, like over the summer. Um, and beyond that, it is hard to say. Um, yeah, not to mention I'll, I'll drop a, a secret <laughs> surprise with you, but I'm uh, 13 weeks pregnant. So, so that will be changing and already has. <laughs> Well, congratulations. And I saw where you tied the knot with your longtime yeah. partner recently. So boy, when you do things, you do them, you do them big, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> let's drop a baby. Let's drop an album. Let's <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is kind of all at once. Well, what an exciting year for you, though. I mean, it's just terrific. Thank you. Yeah, it is a very exciting year. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been awesome. And I really appreciate you sharing your secrets <laughs> and, sh <laughs> you know, sharing your, your struggle and your story and people will be able to hear it inside the album. And, you know, it's really nice to be able to chat with you and get your, your perspective on everything. Thank you. Likewise, it's been wonderful talking to you and I really appreciate you taking the time. And good luck with the show. Thank you. It's going to rock. Thanks so much. I've never been able to stay alive when I'm under your wing. I always thought you could fit into my dream life as a once in a while thing. I wanted you. I stood by you. You were ready for me.
Huge congratulations and thanks again to Katie Culver. You can find and buy the new Cave Clove LP, The Muscle and the Meaning, anywhere you stream and buy your music. You can also follow them on Instagram at caveclove, one word, or on their website at caveclove.com. Remember, her album release show, along with Down Dirty Shake and Lo-Fi Legs, is Saturday, April 23rd at the bottom of the hill. Check their website for time and tickets. This is MJ, and you're listening to the hyper-local second hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. So much great music is being released by Bay Area artists right now, so let's not mess around and get right back into it with East Bay Band Foes. And yet another new single from them, this is called Heavy.
Pacifica-based band Lo-Fi Satellites, which has reconfigured since COVID and is mainly just Mark and Federico making music together. That song was called Late Night Musings While Under the Influence. They're making singles while searching for a drummer and a bass player so they can get back out there to do live shows. If you know of anyone or are interested, hit them up on Instagram at lofi underscore satellites. Let's dial it back a bit with a new single out from the San Francisco band Pure Hex called Wear Me Down. You're listening to MJ on West of Twin Peaks Radio.
just heard Santa Cruz born and raised musician Elliot O.K. on the song Adrian Way off his new LP, Ely. He's played in loads of local bands crossing all sorts of genres, but this singer-songwriter solo effort is sweet. That about does it for another stellar West of Twin Peaks radio. Thanks again to Katie Culver for being my guest artist this week, and congrats again on the new LP. For more news about other new local artists, shows, and releases, you can always follow me on Instagram at WOTP underscore Radio MJ. And you can listen to archive episodes of the show by searching for West of Twin Peaks Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and tune me in next Friday at noon when my guest artist will be Looper Rosa, a wonderful new project born during the pandemic and now releasing some wonderful music. I'll leave you with one of their new singles called Slouching Towards Bakersfield. I'll see y'all next Friday. Peace. I was trying to make the mountain turn to dust Trying to make my way to the upper crust uh, uh, Fought against the tide that took me to sea Losing an opportunity uh, Woke from the dream that was keeping me up at night Keeping me down, down, keeping me out of the sun Found what I loved and gave the rest away Gave it a rest and learned to love today At that. Open the door, grabbed at the cat oh, oh. Walk like a drill cause that's how I walk Call it a run, call it a bark oh, oh. Walk from the dream that was keeping me up at night Keeping me down, down, keeping me out of sight Dream.